This episode of Dice Paper Roll has been made on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to a very special episode of Dice Paper Roll Curse of Strahd. This is a little extra for you. When the DM's away, the players come out to talk about the games and metagame, probably. So we and thought, also about Greg. And also about Greg. We hear it's a gossip, it's a Greg gossip show. It's the no Greg's hour. <laughs> <laughs> now with 100% less Greg. Yes. Um, <laughs> and 50% less Greg hour. So this will probably only run for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought yeah, we would. Uh, great. We thought we'd take the opportunity to jump on and uh, have a little chat about where this campaign has been going, how it's gone, and where, crucially, it might be leading. Where's the M Night Shyamalan twist mm. in the tale? <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trees, really. <laughs> Strahd turns out to be a ghost the whole time. Ah. <laughs> he was a vampire. So, so yeah, if you're tuning in to the vampire, if you're tuning into this one, everybody, uh, we're recording this after we've recorded and um, not yet released, but episode thirty-one. So uh, you'll want to make sure you've listened to all of that before you listen to this. Yeah, spoilers mm. abound. Spoilers yeah. ahead, no doubt. One hundred percent. Even though I do have a question that is about the entire journey so far that we've been on. Yeah, I'm calling it a journey. All right, we're making an okay. Instagram. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to know everyone's <laughs> bit that has scared them the most because this is the spookiest, most horrific campaign. There's a lot of spooky, spooky stuff that happens. So I kind of wanted to be like, what was the scariest bit? Oh, maybe we should. Introduce ourselves. Is that? Nah. Yeah, maybe. You can maybe introduce yourself and say your scariest bit. Yeah, hey, good one. Hi, I'm Emil. Here's my troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Emil. Uh, well, you, you were on a roll there, Lauren. I think you should uh, you should kick us off. Okay, I will. My name is Lauren. I've played several characters. I've played Epomeophosphine, but you can call him Mo. Uh, the human rogue assassin for most of it, and then she had a triumphant and beautiful death. Spoilers. Uh, but along the way, I picked up Irina Indirovich, the daughter of the Burgermeister, uh, who's supposed to be like some sort of MPG, but you know what? I just embodied it so well that now I am yeah. uh, started from the bottom, now we're here. Um, I've, I have such a great time playing uh, someone that was created not for me. I have a, a real issue with like the blank page scenario of like just coming up with a character. Mm. I hate that. I like limitations. Mm -hmm. They, I flourish. Um, my scariest moment in the entire campaign has been weirdly enough, right at the start with the scarecrows that came out of nowhere. So we were travel. Mm. I mean, oh. previously, like it was like really early on in the campaign and I hadn't realized how scary curse of Strahd is yet. 
um, having mm. previously played a dragon lady and just like fluffy to fluffed around with all you guys on the other gentler <laughs> books of uh, dice paper roll. Uh, so the, the one that had child sacrifice within seven episodes. Yeah. The gentler, yeah. the more G-rated the version. The gentler version. Um, <laughs> but it really was like, you know, we were much, uh, we seemed more forgiving. People were less deathy. Uh, so the mm. fact that we were walking along a really kind of like scary, dark road and the way that Greg kind of described these like figures that all of a sudden came to life and descended upon us. I was just, uh, I mean, I think at the time it was getting kind of cold and dark in, in when we were recording and I was recording out in my bungalow, which is separate from the house. So I felt very alone uh, and very freaked out. And that scared the shit out of me. Uh, I found it really frightening uh, to have these kind of like figures that all of a sudden sort of sprang to life and were coming for you in a bad way. Um and so uh, that was mine. Early on, everything after that, I was like, oh, mm. motherfucker, hold mm. on to my fucking butt. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, does anyone, uh, Ben, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, sure. I play Ragyog, Goblin Cleric of Lathander. The only um, last standing the... person. Surviving. The, the, the original, original plank OG. in the boat, yeah. yes. I believe, was something you guys just called me yeah. a plank in, in well, one of our dice. Yeah, like a WandaVision right. thing, yeah. Well, I haven't I mean, watched that yet. So sh- ship no spoilers. Oh, come and, on. Um, Jesus. Uh, There's a big ship in WandaVision is basically. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, right, right. Okay. Massive ship. Uh, okay, good. Um, so my, I think, I, I don't know if I've had like any, there hasn't been any, any sort of jump scare moments, but I think what I found the creepiest and when I really felt like, oh, okay, we're in horror now because we we really piss farted around in those first few episodes and had a good time doing it, a really, really good time doing <laughs> mm-hmm. it. But I think the first time I started to really get creeped out and be like, what is going on is after the characters visited the um, Vistani and 12 Toteri and the, the Taroka yeah. reading and mm. – um, Whatever was going on when, like, three of you, like, Curly and um, Giacomo and Hans were all suffering mm. really bad nightmares. That's right. And you yeah. couldn't restore hit points. And Yeah, I those just, first hit points. Fuck, that feels so long ago. <laughs> it was, yeah. And I don't – yeah, it didn't scare me, but it, it just – it did put fear into me about what was going on because – um, I didn't actually know. Like as a player, I, I was like, I don't know what that could be, and um, I don't know this campaign. Like I haven't read the book. I yeah. So I just it was that was a cool kind of time um, where I was like, okay, and you know, I could see the glee in Greg's eyes, and um, and I he sort of had an inkling is that he a masochist. Yeah, I had an inkling that he was out to um, to get us if he could, but maybe we can. I don't know. We can maybe talk about that <laughs> in a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Jack, did you do you have a, a scary moment? Who do you play, and what's your scary? I mean, obviously, uh, the thing that scared me the most is um, is the uh, is the patriarchy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, patriarchy no, doesn't I, scare I, me at all, Jack. It's what he wants you to do. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Well, see, I haven't. That's so good. I've been. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> anyway, I don't um, know, that was the wrong answer. Oh, shit. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. It's out to get yeah. me. Um, uh, no, I, I... Oh, first of all, yeah, I'm Jack. Uh, I play... Um, Louise, the uh, woman of the waves. And who did, um, you, who did you play before you played Louise? Um, I, I, yeah, previously Curly. Um, not the horse. Not like the crab horse. Folk. Not yeah, the crab. The monk. crab. The crab person. Yeah, that's right. Crab the person crab monk. monk. Um, that was. I think that was kind of a pretty scary thing. We'd never actually killed off a char- a character before, like. Um, um, <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, we'll get sorry. to that in a little sorry. bit. But continue. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> We'd never permanently killed one of my characters before, <laughs> and um, yeah. and that was that only was, when it starts uh, happening to you do you actually notice, right? Like the patriarchy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that was when it started to hit me. Shit. This is all for keeps, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's mm. that's kind of where uh, I was like, oh. Because I, I, I had big conversations with Greg afterwards being like, oh, I really don't want to die. I don't know if I can do this, if we're just going to be like dying all the time. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's, it's been very fun. I, I, I don't usually get super creeped out by stuff normally. Um, but, or yeah, is that, that just you putting in a brave face for the patriarchy, Jack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a podcast. They're probably are. Yeah. <laughs> They're certainly not watching. Yeah. <laughs> or are they? Um, how about you, Danny? Um Yes, I'm I'm Dan. I have played the most characters in uh, Curse of Strahd. I began my journey with Bertrand von Such and Such and then on to Hans von Such and Such, and now with uh, Sasha von Such and Such. Um, so I would say that probably, oh, I don't know if it's, I've, I'm really tossing up between what my scariest moments were in that the first time that when Bertrand died, which was the yeah. first player death, character death, I'll say Jack. <laughs> First person to die. Um, and r- having that realization of like, yeah, shit, this is for keeps. This is, there's no turning back and actually going. Uh, but that was also kind of liberating. So the other time that I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, what was the scariest moment was when Mo died and I was playing along with Hans being charmed by Strad. And being like, this is so much fun. I love fucking with the group and playing against the the party and that sort of thing. But then when it was revealed that it wasn't Irina that had been captured, but it was Mo, and just the way that my like stomach sank and just like the guilt of everything and all my actions and that kind of thing. That like just before that, that whole kind of lead up was so intense. I reckon that was probably one of the scariest moments I've had mm. in this one. 
That, that was, was a, definitely. I'd forgotten about that. That's <laughs> massively scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten about the get the best game of the <laughs> series so far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I d- I had. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have DM'd yeah. it better. Greg. It was ages ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Last but not least, Emil. Yes. Hello. Hello. I am Emil, and I play uh, at the moment. I'm playing Sunny Bono. Um, who finds himself a sentient sword, no longer a, a disco uh, star. He is, he is a sword, an energy sword, who used to be owned by Strahd's brother, Chard, because <laughs> his parents were unimaginative, I suppose. Um, and before that, I played Captain Giacomo Cloghart, who uh, ate himself to death. <laughs> um, and... That cage bit where we were in the in mm. that was scary as um, mm-hmm. when Giacomo and um, and uh, Curly were inside the cage and had to kind of figure that out and it was brutal as well what what happened in that episode mm-hmm. I won't spoil the images for you listeners if you want to go back and listen if you haven't um, but far out it was um, it was hectic the image that has kind of stayed with me most as a kind of um, yeah, an endearing memory is is this all the scalps underneath? Uh, oh. We're just stacked underneath stacked the hags. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Place, it, yeah. Like that was yeah. that's a cool uh, image. Learning that they were kids' skulls too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Then then yeah. they spilled um, out DPR dust <laughs> And didn't they also once we blew the windmill up they. They the burning scalps all fell onto the floor and spelt out DPR behind it as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was that was full on. Um, and Greg's done such a beautiful job of um uh, of, of diving into this gothic kind of playground for mm. us, and de- developing. Yeah. Should I say this gothic playground for us? It's it's incredible the images that he's been uh he's been rotting. Yeah, because it, it's years. one it's one thing to read it in these pre-published adventures, but yeah. to take it off the bring page it, bring it, and bring then it to life like yeah. bring it to life with a group that likes to be pretty silly and lean heavily into the comedy. Yeah, big time. Sensational yeah, to, to make it to make it still scary, even though we're. But I think I mean, we need the comedy to help. us Yeah, get through and it, I, so I, I appreciate yeah. like the actual juxtaposition of those things. Like the darker it mm. goes, the better it is that the the jokes that come out of it. Like it just makes these. Mm characters kind of like if he's creating that sort of that that the landscape then the characters have got something to play against and like jump out of um which i think is yeah. super, it's so much fun it's so much fun to be in like a terrible dank depressing place and then you turn it into a fart joke like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silly in, in, inevitably a fart Silly joke. As. yeah so yeah. so um, we the reason we are recording this episode is because we thought we would have a bit of a a talk about where we thought I don't know we just shoot the shit and talk about where we thought the the um, story might be headed um, mm. and and do that while while Greg's away we thought this was a good point as we head in towards the pointy end so mm. does anyone want to venture anything to kick off our our well, conversation let's, let's, let's where, where are we at the moment we've just destroyed uh, Baba Yaga's house. Um, and yep. taken the third Trashed. gem, yeah, taken the third gem out of it, the powerful ones. Is that the third mm. or the second? The third actually? or the second? No, because the the, the 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 feather friends have one. Yeah, and then they, they took one. one from the from, from Winter Splinter, Winter Splinter, Winter Splinter, the other big yeah, tree, and then, and then we've taken one from the house. So that's the three. Yes, that's mm. so the three. We've done that tick. That's that's done. Um, 
winning. I don't so. know what we're supposed to do with them. Um, well, I forget. Do we have to bring them back to the Feathered Friend guys? Yeah, that's right. It powers some. It powers their defense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I think mm. he's going to meet us in Valakai. Yeah. Might have to go back and listen to that. And I think there's a lot of, like, (laughs) the idea is that we will actually rally all of the people and storm Ravenloft. So there is actually Uh, a bit of room that we need to kind of get the people behind us. So I'm sort of thinking about the festival that's coming up as well. Mm-hmm. And how it's only a bit yeah. like Louise, but yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I feel like Louise is <laughs> going to be playing a really important part in that, and that's actually going to be oh. she's going to turn into a bit of like a knight, you know, in shining armor. Um, mm-hmm. that's going to like rally the masses and pull them away. And I guess I can, you know, I mean, I, uh, Irina, um, can maybe get the other <laughs> we, Burgermeister we short, on board you know. as well, like kind of bring together both the people and the nobility, the nobility, um, to then kind yeah. of like. Basically, Storm Ravenloft is my sort of. He seat. was a pretty sniveling kind of character, though the the Burgermaster. Uh, he liked Irina, yeah. but I'm not sure he's going to put himself in danger. So that could be a fun little thing for us to try and do. Now I've got like eight on persuasion. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Plus eight. AF. Ah. AF. I was doing a bit of. I was doing a bit of reading on paladins. Um, and there might be a bit of a spanner in the works with Louise working with the bourgeoisie, mm. which is that oh. when a paladin, huh? Dan's gone. So yeah, he is. Um, carry no, on. He's... He might. He might rejoin. Hey, I there can he still is. see there him. Ah, he oh, he's back. Cool. Um, sorry, Jack. Carry on. The spanner in the works with the paladin. Yeah. Well, with a paladin, they um, if they do something that violates their code of ethics, they um, they sometimes just go awol. Um, what their which... power, their god's power? Yeah, but you know, surely uh, as someone who is uh, looking for a worldwide workers' revolt or workers' mm. um, union, then surely working with everyone is part of the goal. You can't just say I'm not going to work with these people if they're willing to have a conversation and help. I wouldn't see that as yeah, that's true. Wouldn't she view that Strad as an oppressor? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that, there's no problem there. No yeah. problem there. Yeah, but working with um with uh the likes of um uh what's his name? The Burgermeister. Burgermeister. Well, I mean you, she already mm. works with Irina and once again, eight on persuasion. So <laughs> <laughs> So I hey, think yeah, you're gonna you, be fine. You do make a good Yes, point. I do. You make a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what's what do we have to do next? We've got to uh, kill Baba Yaga or d- confront Baba Yaga, I suppose. Yep. That's, that's yeah, that's on the cards. I've got sure. to try and find Morty somewhere yep. yeah. if we can, maybe, can. and check yeah. out this Amber Temple, and then you're I also feel a werewolf. Like, and some visiting Valakai. stuff's going to happen. Oh, uh, yeah, you're a werewolf. No, not yet. But I've got. I, I wrote it down somewhere. I've got a couple, like a few days before the next. Full moon, so I need to visit the high priest in in Valakai. Yeah, we should probably action yeah, right. that. Then. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, we should really get onto that. <laughs> mm. I right. totally forgot that you were bitten by a werewolf. Also, well, Sasha Louise probably doesn't know, does she? Oh yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> oh, Deep diving was... on this character. It's quite Louise challenging was... to to like draw out a bit of role play and stuff that we've covered in story things recently and then still move forward with the pace, you know, within the the context of an hour-long episode. Because mm. mm. I, I still want to do, I mean, this is maybe verging into a bit of dissection-y kind of territory, but, hey, that's sort of the episode. I still want to talk about 
I think there's room to play with Sasha and Ragyog and yes, um, mm, totally. You know what? What? Um, realizing that she's a such and such, and like, do you guys think we're gonna we're gonna meet? Are we going to see Hans and Bertrand again when oh, we get yeah. to Ravenloft? Surely. Absolutely. I think so. For sure. We might be a bit busy on that episode. Danny, Hans, Hans or Bertrand. Like, I hope you remember all your accents. Yeah, that'll be a fun day. How could you forget Hans? But how Bertrand, could you forget Hans? And I don't remember what long. Bertrand was. He was just, I think yeah, Bertrand was, was just a, very well-spoken. That's right. Kind of thing. Yeah. He was, you know, he was British occult kind of guy. So but, what did our nightmares at the start of the last episode, what are they what have they told us about where we might be headed and what clues has Greg sprinkled into the recipe? What chocolate chips are in the cookie? Well, we um, all got the eye and the tentacle, right? We yeah, all got yes. Which uh, there we, was another yes. allusion to the curse of Stride. So that Stride himself Stride. is separate oh. from the curse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or is Stride cursed? Well, yeah. So the the vibe that I've been getting from the whole eye and all the tentacles and all that sort of stuff is actually with the Suchan Suchas because they worship the Great Old One. Oh. Which was like kind of like Cthulhu. It was from like my first character with Bertrand where it was um, he was a warlock and so he had the Great Old One, which is, yeah, kind of Cthulhu-y tentacles all that oh, kind of stuff wow. and so i feel like there's def there's definitely some kind of connection there so when you've been seeing the tentacles in the darkness and all that sort of stuff that's the great old one and so i kind of feel like maybe there's this okay yeah for sure he's trying to take power over strad or maybe he's manipulating strad i don't know is there because mm. because How the suits are now under control of strad hans and bertrand that strad is using mm. the suits and suits god to reach you and us through that connection well strad mm, maybe, yeah. maybe. But because we maybe, yeah, I was just thinking then maybe Strad's only want really is Tatiana, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And is is Strad the big bad then? Yeah, so true. Maybe we're thinking well, there's, there's someone that's a puppet master. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Oh, maybe not. I kind of, I, I don't know if, because it seems like the whole tentacle guard thing is working against Benny and your connection with. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, sense. but it's interesting so because he, I'm still it's not working with us, or is it that you're just a good person? Well, type I, thing that I'm not sure you. because I've still been able to do everything that I was doing when I have, like, when Ragyog attempted to heal Sasha, um, when Ragyog used the the amulet of Ravenkind. All uh, all of it still worked, but there was just that. Um, yeah, that moment, the the experience with the... But the voice um, seemed to be wanting to kind of eliminate you, to take you out of the picture. Mm, yeah, maybe. Like it was, even if yeah, you may not necessarily to kill you or anything, but to like, yeah, you said like if it's a, if God's fighting gods and somebody trying to like win your favor, essentially, then that might be what mm. it is. Please I get out who... to try harder than that. Mm. Yeah. So there was a woman in my uh, nightmare, you know, preamble thing. Um, that <laughs> preamble before I got to the good stuff. Up, we were before I got to start yeah. talking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the time um, before a meal. Yeah, 
TBE. Yeah, the bit where I drift off. Um, yeah. No, there's a, there's a woman who who she reached out to the sword, which was glowing red. And there was obviously some sort of blood magic described when the sword was cutting through enemies on the battlefield. It was kind of getting more powerful for, for that. And then she touched it, cut her finger, and then oh. passed something on. I guess um, some sort of – and that seems to be what caused his sentience. Yep. Um, but – I guess my yeah. question is, who is the woman and is it sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a very bony finger, so yeah. potentially. Is it? And is caring sharing? But if it's, Tat- if it's <laughs> Tatiana that did that, I just wonder what would ever happen if Irina tried to actually take the sword. Mm. I, no, I thought, yeah, it, I thought it was it, Baba Yaga. Oh, maybe. maybe. I, I thought I, maybe I thought, Baba Yaga. Uh, so Tatiana was with... Charred yeah. first, and is that yeah. right? And then, and then now is with Strahd. Hang on, right. hang on, wait. So the story was that Tatiana was going to marry Chard. Chard, and how you, how she could contemplate it with a name like that, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway. she could have children, and and then <laughs> <laughs> Strahd got jealous. Do we know what happened to Chard? Did yeah, he, he was murdered by Strahd? Yeah, he, Strahd killed him, didn't he? Yeah, murdered by yeah. Strahd, killed Chard. Yes, yeah. Marred. <laughs> oh They're so mad. Um, <laughs> There's so much blood, <laughs> and he smashed the sword. Um, yeah, played by Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was on the cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. I kind wow, of this found is getting inter- really hard. What I kind of found interesting in your one, Emil, was that like at the start you weren't the sun sword. Like it wasn't the glowing laser beam. You were mm. a crystal. Yeah, the blade, sword or something like broken. that, and then it broke into three pieces. Yeah. Like a silver. I was like, oh, is there something there where maybe we, if we find some of the pieces of the sword, maybe that might do something for you? Yeah, we'll get a lawsuit from the Tolkien estate, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> They'll do that. Yeah. 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 Well. Um. Yeah. <laughs> They're they suey. We didn't call it a silder. We called it sunny. <laughs> <laughs> No. Can we get a lawsuit from the Bono estate? I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, right. So, all right. Who else had little clues? Yeah, my else? mine is actually something I've I mean, dreamt before. So I have another description of this very similar dream that seems to be like a reoccurring thing um, and that it was invaded by the tentacle eye thing, um, which is the, the sound of rocking. I've got mm. a bit of it here. The sound of rocking. Irina dreams the sound of... Rocking boats and the lapping of water fills her world. In the dream, she runs down a never-ending hallway, fog clearing the ground and obscuring her steps. However hard she runs, Strider's close behind, his breath hot on her neck. The hall suddenly is a dead end. There is nowhere to run. She turns, pressing herself against the wall. As a specter of Strahd advances, she slams the door, cutting him off, but he's at the window. His eyes blaze with hunger, and he looks deep into her eyes. Um, so the, the bit with the boat... Is here, awesome. yeah. She sits up, gasping for, for breath. She is a small, a child in a small boat. Cold, stale water fills the bottom of the boat around her feet. She's cold and wet, but most of all, she's afraid. Think of her boy stands in the shallows, holding the duckboard. Tears run down his face as he bids her goodbye. Flee, sister! I will be close behind. With a sob, with a sob, he pushes the leaking boat out of the lake. Um, and as the mist begins to obscure his shape, dark figures pounce out of the night. Flashing jaws clamp on the boy, and the world is filled with screams. Screams that stink in her, stick in her head, and suddenly there's a ringing sound as if glass is struck with a knife. 
So that was right after we got our predictions um, from the tarot readings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, that just was when so Greg to told say, us to take our headphones off. Yeah, and he um, just did that bit with me. So he did that with me. Which so is why mm-hmm. some of us may never have heard. It. Irina is not the true-born daughter of Indirovich. After his wife died, um, she, uh, da, 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 he found Irina wandering in the woods, bruised and battered, wearing torn and scorched clothing, and took her in and raised her as her own. Um, many of the townsfolk said caring for her was the only thing that helped the Burgermeister get over his wife's death. Arena cannot remember anything before the night that the Burgermeister found her. Her mind is clouded whenever she tries to think about the time her head begins to ache, as it is as if that time is very fuzzy. She's never felt the sort of memory before until recently when Vampire Strad charmed her. So she's like doesn't know anything about her past. She remembers her brother. Mm. And just that very significant memory mm. of basically him sacrificing himself for her is, um, is, is what mm. the... And he was attacked by wolves yeah, as well. And there's, and Orstrad mm. or a little bit of that. Is, so that combined with the eyes was, and the tentacly type thing and the screaming, it feels like this tentacle guy is kind of reaching to like the very sort of pinpoints of where everyone sort of became who they are. Like the same thing happened with Louise. Yep. Mm. Yep. The most yeah. Im- important the moment. The most in important their life, moment in their life. Yeah. Mm. To, this, to this point. Mm. Yeah. And do you think her heritage is important? Who's, you know, who, who her family were? Um, or is that, do you think? Who Irene's just, or Tatiana's? Uh, Irene's. Yeah, good. Exactly, Jack. Again, I don't, yeah, I don't oh. know where Tatiana ends and where Irina begins. Don't know. Because mm. we don't like she, you like Tatiana's kind of been reborn in Irina. Hey, so are those mm, memories yeah. even Irina's or are they Tatiana's? Mm. I think because it is it was it Tatiana that reached out for the sword the in Sunny's dream. That's my the question. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe yeah. Tatiana or Baba Yaga. Yeah. Oh. I think from a drama point of view, it's more interesting if it's Tatiana, right? Mm. Um, mm. Well, if the sword belonged to Chard and then Strad killed Chard. Yes. <laughs> mm. And then put the... For Tatiana. And then Tat- yeah, and then Tatiana put, like hid the sword away. That, that's so, cool. It's a real yeah. pain and Tatiana situation. the blood to the sword, mm. which made it sentient? So Ooh. by the and end of the podcast... That? I would presume we're going to find out much more about exactly what's going on with Irina. The drama. Like where that where that link oh is, right? God. Like for Tatiana. Like that, mm. I feel like there's something there. For Absolutely. sure. Um mm. so do you think uh do you think that um do you think that so we got we gotta do the we gotta do Baby Baba Yaga, right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's on the plate. I feel like she bag bag next. Bag, uh, we got a yaga. We gotta bag ourselves like a yaga. Kill, kill Baba Yaga. Yeah. So she'll right. have some she'll have some information for us. She'll there'll be certain narrative that'll be unfurled. Yeah, there. she'll monologue what, before we destroy her. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, what are we gonna learn from Baba Yaga? Does anyone have any ideas or thoughts? Well, so wait, Baba Yaga's Strad's controlling Strad favorite food. as well. Controlling? She's like I don't think so. Well, not so. controlling, but like, no, she's I like think... mother figure of Strad or something. Wasn't Didn't she? Strad say well, that she is, thinks that mother. she's her mother, but he doesn't I seem think to so, think yeah. so. Yeah. So 
maybe, uh, yeah. I well, then know. is she in cahoots with the tentacle god? Because yeah, yeah that's what I'm maybe is thinking. Like maybe that's the connection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why would we be seeing that when we, like, I thought we were going, Yester Hill, we were going to the home of Baba Yaga. Like, we were on the hunt oh. for her. We go into that fog <laughs> yep. at the end of episode 30 and then we all see the tentacle thing. Mm. Like what's this dark power that you think that was mentioned in the Amber Tower? Oh. Tentacles? Something else. Yeah. Side I reckon quest. it's something mm. to do with the tentacles. Yeah. Because mm. I feel like Amber is often like a – it's a magical um, – Greg's not about to send us on any side quests at this point. I don't no. Know. I think we're on – we're on a direct like path. From now Everything on. that mm. we encounter will take us closer yeah. to. I don't know yeah. if we're going to be as going back to that festival as direct as possible, yeah. as DPR can get. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. We have to go. I don't want to be a werewolf. Yeah, well, I mean, we also I, said we would go. Thing. So we should. Show. I do think we no. need to rally the troops. Get, show our faces. Think... Do a bit of face time and then mm. rock up for twenty minutes. One lap. Yeah. One lap, and then we're yeah, we'll out. have one drink and then we'll go. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Two drinks okay, max, so right? The big eyeball monster. Max. <laughs> two, two max. Totally max. Last totally one's there. Absolute on max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can drive after two, so it's fine. Fast forward where the last one's there, the town is burning right. down. <laughs> if you drive your car there, then we'll definitely know. Well, we will only keep it to two because we can't, we can't uh, leave there. It's a no parking. Yeah, zone yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> All right, there's two, two hours. If I park in a two-hour zone, then I'll definitely feel like I need – I'll set an alarm in my phone and that's when we've got to go. <laughs> Mm. That's it. <laughs> so I've, I'm just looking at a, a little note thing that I occasionally take down either in games or sometimes when I'm listening back to the apps when, when I'm editing them um, for release. Uh, so Davian gave us a raven whistle so we can summon his help at some point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. There's the priest in Valakai has a great weapon. Don't know oh. what that is. And also, I don't know if this is the same person, but Father Petrovich can heal werewolf bites. I wrote down oh. werewolf bits, but <laughs> either or. Um, Ismark has a funny arm. Don't know what's going on there. Um, Amber Temple and God's stuck in between dimensions. Okay, okay. okay. So someone's trapped. Because remember all the souls are trapped. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Right. They, is it, is it a, are we all in purgatory? Is that like what the thing is? Maybe. Is that what, maybe we're all... Is it all going to be plane. a dream? That would yeah. suck. Don't make it that. <laughs> oh, no, <it's> lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Greg, quickly rewrite the ending if you've yeah. heard this. <laughs> what would be the lamest way that Curse of Stroud could end? Uh, we all wake um, up. A yeah. song and dance number probably. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel we like that's probably going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Wizard on down the road. Yeah, right. I Thriller was good. Um, and they were all friends. So so is that tentacle thing a god that's trapped in a dimension? Could it be yeah. like the great old one yeah. that the Such and Suchas and Baba Yaga are maybe trying to mm. free? Yeah. I reckon that's Ooh. a pretty good yes. I, I don't. I To be honest, I don't know necessarily what like the Such and Such motivation is there either. So I'm like, You're Greg might throw with a it. fast one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, he definitely will now. Yeah. Yeah. Can away. you imagine if like... With like nail, hammer, head. We're going to be like, fucking hell. I just feel like the last. Someone's read the book. Damn They're it. very close. Um, or he's like, this is so much better than what, we were, than uh, what I was writing. They'll Game of Thrones it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. The, um, but the fact is like we've been, we've been really like working a lot of like combat and getting good at that. 
But I just have this feeling like that it's not going to be combat that takes Strahd down. It's going to be something mm. like we can have all the magical items mm. in the world, but it's going to be some kind of twist, something that we've got to like think of at the time. Mm. That's going to be mm. the thing that'll happen. I, I hope I'm that's just, the case, though. Yeah. I hope I that's the like case, be, and I hope that we're smart enough I've got to some see plans. it. I hope that I have the the will to listen to all the episodes <laughs> before that. <laughs> well, you better get cracking. So yeah, I really should. Kraken, you know, like a, a god. <laughs> yeah, like a... Like a many tentacles. <laughs> the Kraken. Yeah. You know, also it's in the sea, where um, you're from, yes. Jack. Mm. That's right. There was so many layers to that. Do you think... Mm. To what, sorry? Fine. Very Fine, <laughs> The joke. Sorry, I was talking on the top mm of it. is just as good as a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> do Correct. you think that the party as it currently stands will be the final five of us standing against Strahd at the end? I reckon we'll get another search and search. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's there's potential. We almost did after the first episode of it. Uh, I feel like Ragyog's the only no, one that's kind of on. I kind of feel like this thin is thin ice. I feel like I've got plot armor right now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah probably a little bit. Probably, you got yeah. a little bit of plot armor. I I kind of hope it is. I, I that's what I I, I would yeah. say. I hope well, it is because I I think um uh I think we're building the relationship between these characters, and I think that's that's kind of where that feels like that's heading. Yeah, like we do not have time for another orientation working thing together. where we go and break bread and drink wine together yeah, and sit by campfire really. talking into the night. We do not have time for that. No, no. <laughs> nope. I don't know. I can't help but feel there'll be another death. Okay. <laughs> Who's your money on, Ben? Well, uh, I mean, a suit and suit makes sense. So you. But I also <laughs> feel like that would be too predictable. Yeah. So mm. I I do oh. feel like there might be something in store for Ragyog. Yeah. Um but mm. I also think mm. like uh clerics can be pretty hard to kill. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've got a decent amount of hit points at the moment, mm-hmm. but I mean that's um, it hasn't stopped Greg before. Mm. Yeah, this, the more we go <laughs> I, on, I just feel that... like if you, if you're writing something yeah, you want you want that final hurdle that like really guts the party before the very end. I'm not saying that's Ragyog, but I feel like one of us. One of us. I don't know, right? Like, yeah, one that's of cool. us. Because there's still what we mm. we 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 reckon. Paladin's maybe... pretty hard to kill as well. True. Yeah. Emil just picks up another meat puppet host. <laughs> <laughs> we're all pretty, we're all pretty indestructible. Yeah. I kind yeah. of feel like Ragyog or Sasha. I feel like we've got maybe ten eps to go, right? Pro, pro, around six to ten eps, yeah. it feels like. Yeah, six mm. to ten to twenty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Greg would like to. Yeah, to yeah, have it wrapped. He's done. By then, mm-hmm. he's not. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I hope we all survive. Would you be super sad if Ragyog went? I think I would. Yeah. yeah me yeah. too. Me too. I'm really attached. But to I, I, I'm okay if he does because I want to experience character death. <laughs> but also, <laughs> um. I don't know who I'd bring in at a late notice and really give a shit about them. Yeah, like maybe I feel he's going to die a heroic death. Maybe, maybe. yeah, maybe. maybe that'd be fine. Yeah, because <laughs> his whole thing was um, 
never wanted to be a cleric to begin with and is really quite taking to it now and um yeah it's been a fun little trajectory to play so i hope I it makes it i don't think we win without a cleric though i think yeah. the cleric is integral to beating the vampires mm. like we need yeah. we need regular to survive otherwise we don't yeah well, i mean today yeah. uh tonight when we played just before this um when we, we fought against the hut like that was pretty hard it was Mm-hmm. I was sort of expecting undead or or Baba Yaga. I don't know if she's undead or not, but um, yeah, against undead cleric, good. We'll we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I found it difficult knowing where to hit with the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what. Yeah, the idea is you have to make choices, and there are sacrifices along the way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I went for the legs and it was like, oh, no, that's not going to be the thing that stops it. Mm. Okay. So will mm. there be a happy ending to this story, right. do you think? Uh, There's maybe uh, victory, but I don't know that it'll be fully happy. I feel like it's happy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I th- so what, what what does a happy ending look like, I guess, is, is my question about that. Then. In this in this world, in this mm. show, in this, this story, story what, what, would created, a, what, would a, what would a happy ending look like? It would be that all the souls we get returned, Stry. I think, that everyone, all the shadows mm. can leave Barovia and people can, uh, like. Throw off, yeah. throw off the yoke of oppression yeah. over the Valley of Barovia. Yeah. Mm. Which means either destroying Strahd or at least, I mean, we need to stop him from um, whatever his plans are with Irina. Mm. I mean, full communist revolution is maybe, <laughs> I mean, is that... That's Do you think it would be the ball. case that would be a happy ending. then <laughs> that there would be a temptation for one of us to replace Strahd? Ooh. Yeah, or join him. Yeah. Maybe. There's no way like we don't get mm. tempt there's got yeah. there's going to be more temptation if that tentacle thing keeps rocking up. Mm. It's not just going to keep coming and tapping on the shoulder and going like Tom Hardy. Oh, Temptation for you. It's just gonna like those are gonna get stronger and stronger yeah, until yeah. one of us either role plays into it yeah. or we roll we fail to roll a high enough DC. Yeah, would be my guess. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'd do if I was DMing. Mm. Yeah, but uh, okay. And, and so, what is um, what is a what is that sad ending but with victory look like? There's. At least death, one death. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, oh fuck, all of us. Oh, yeah, mul- multiple yeah. parties. Multiple. But is that victory then? Still, I mean, I guess it, it depends. What on if the objective? If as long as Strahd is dead and if their souls are saved, what if all yeah. of you die and Ragyog, the the lone remaining plank of the original mm-hmm. ship, becomes the new Strahd? That would be cool. That would be really Curse cool. Curse of Ragyog. <laughs> he turns the whole yeah. val- he turns the whole valley of Barovia into a horror themed amusement park. Yeah, <laughs> he finally house. gets yes. his haunted house. He, he yes. opens up the demi plane, like opens up the planes, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, okay, now uh, people can travel in from other realms. Amazing, I love that for me. <laughs> um, I think that's probably the best. But we, I reckon, Greg just found his nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it'll be yeah, interesting. In which case, all of that was just beeped out, and uh, mm. and we don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're recording this, uh, listener, so that our listeners, 
so that we've maybe got some filler, but maybe we've been spot on all night and um, Greg will mm-hmm. not let us release this. So yeah, I knows? love this. What are your theories? Get in touch with us. I feel like I feel like we're doing like new rock yeah. stars. Welcome back to the channel. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> now let's break like down one. all the Easter eggs <laughs> in the last thirty episodes. We're not going to leave anything out. Let me know in the comments. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, we would love that kind of interaction. Mm. So um, yeah, we're so lonely. Please us. help us. We are fair. We don't know. <laughs> help. This Please talk to us. Forty-five yeah, minutes of us doing. saying we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every app, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's not far wrong. But except uh, for forty-five minutes, not hard. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, all right. Well, uh, on that note, it's time to sign off. Um, we've uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode of Curse of Strad. Um, hit us up with all of your questions, and um, and we'll see you very soon. Yes, and and if you have enjoyed this episode um, and you've never heard one of our dissections before, we have those on our Patreon website which is patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll or you can just go to our dicepaperroll.com website check it out there's heaps of awesome artwork on there and you can navigate the episodes and just hit the patreon link and um you can jump on there join the discord channel chat with us regularly about stuff you like and latest episodes and um you can listen to our dice sections where after every single game we have chats like this um just much shorter though and, and we chat about what's just happened and greg's so there too we we are and with a hundred, Greg is there. Yeah, one hundred percent more Greg. Yeah, one hundred percent more Greg, and fifty percent less each of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, subscribe. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you've got to do the plug. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, everyone. Thank you, you, everybody. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.